Okay, Metalheads, you've been complaining that there has not been a channel that plays all of the heavy metal videos from past, present, and future for years and years at this point. Well, that time is over. Heavy Metal Television is back. HeavyMetalTelevision.net is the website. Go there. You can see videos playing 24-7, 365, all the time. All the best from the old school, the new school, and everything in between. Check it out, heavymetaltelevision.net. It is where the metal is. Today is our good friend, Ron Keel, and hopefully he'll be around a long time. So, uh, <laughs> hey, Ron, welcome back to the CMS. Good evening, Neely. Good evening, Chris, and hey, greetings to all of your audience. I know they're, they're all, all your audience is probably saying the same thing. Not this guy again. Not this guy. <laughs> because uh, you guys have been so gracious through the years and having me on the show. And your audience is always irritated by how positive and happy and uplifting and upbeat I am. And I can promise you that has not changed. It's even gotten worse. Uh, you know what, Ron? You're, you're always welcome to be third mic here. So I salute you, my friend. Cheers, my boys, girls, everybody out there listening to the Classic Metal Show. Great to be back on. The media cycle starts again. And no better place to start than on the Classic Metal Show Congratulations on your continued success and the ever-expanding CMS empire. Yeah, it definitely empire. All right. Yep. <laughs> well, Ron, Ron, we're not the only ones building an empire here. You, you are all of a sudden the new king of all media, man. So talk about whatever you would like to talk about. And um, yeah, well, you know what? I'll start with one I know you can talk about because it's out there. Let's talk about Keeled. You know, that's, Thank you. that just that just got released and it's out there on all the streaming platforms and people can buy it. So talk a little bit about the genesis of this and where people can get it and all that stuff. Keeled is the first release from my new record label, multimedia company, RFK Media. And it's basically a pilot project, a test drive, so to speak, because I after 40 years in the business, I just realized the last four months or so how difficult it really is how complicated and how many mistakes were made uh, in my business mm -hmm. from a record label standpoint. Nothing against EMP and highball music uh, that we were with on the last couple of releases, but the, the balls were dropped in a big way a lot of the time. And when Bill Chavis passed away, he was the owner of highball music, longtime friend of mine. And he and his wife, Lori, both passed away in August from COVID-19, yeah. as many people know. And the rock and roll family lost a, a couple of dear friends at that point. So we lost our record deal. We lost our, our infrastructure of the label. And and my relationship with Bill and Lori was, uh, was very important to me. But looking around, trying to figure out what the next move is, I decided that I'm tired of sitting in the back seat. I want to drive. Right. <laughs> no, it makes sense, man. And, and I mean, you know, you mentioned Bill, Bill and Lori real quick, and they were obviously, they were big friends of ours as well. You know, we, we actually did that, did the, um, the, uh, live broadcast with them where they brought all their bands in and 
tough played and you know billy morris came out and played so we we definitely had a friendship as well i could tell you as an absolute fact and you know this this is something i don't even think i've talked about this on the show before but when i had covid and when i went to the hospital i went to the hospital kind of based on a text that you sent me because i don't know if you remember this or not yeah, but, I do. but you te i texted you and asked you how bill was doing you were like he said he doesn't think he's going to make it. And I was laying in bed with COVID myself. And I was like, well, fuck, you know, he's healthier yeah. than me. I better, I better do something. And I went to the hospital and immediately was like, the doctors were like, why weren't you here two weeks ago? You know, and luckily, you know, thank God I got through it. But thank God, you, you know, I mean, at the same time, two close friends, Bill and Lori died had the COVID the same time as I did, as well as Justin Murr from, you know, Rocket right. Skull. All of us got COVID at the same time and three of the four are gone. And it's like, man, this shit is not, you know, I'm, I'm, and I don't want to turn this into a COVID discussion or nothing, but man, oh man, I, I thank my stars that, you know, that. Yeah. That we're all very thankful that you're okay, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I'm thankful that you texted me and kicked my ass just that little tiny bit that I needed to do something because I may have been joining them. I, I would have joined them if I hadn't gone to the hospital literally when I did. So, wow. you know, well, I hadn't told you that, but you know, like I said, I'm glad that you're okay. I was worried about you too, because we had yeah. just lost Bill, Lori, Justin, uh, certainly worried about you at, at that time. And, sure. and uh, that whole experience and what we've all been through the last couple of years was just another motivation for me to put the pedal down, put all my chips to the center of the table right now, because tomorrow isn't guaranteed for any of us. Right. I want to make the most of every opportunity that I can while I can. And so I've started my own record company and, right. and multimedia company, which will be releasing all of my projects in the future. Great. From Ron Keel Band and, and all my other projects, re-releasing some of my older stuff and signing some new artists as well. Great. Yeah, dude, it's funny because I remember telling you to do that three years ago. <laughs> I've always loved the infrastructure of a label, having to, to be able to focus on my work and my business because sure. being uh, the chief of, of a record company, even on an independent level like this, is extremely difficult, complicated, oh, yeah. and time-consuming. I had no idea. And uh, just uh, the, the catch-up that I've had to play the last four months to make sure everything's done right with the release of Keeled. And as I said, this is a pilot project for us to make sure our promotion, our distribution, mm -hmm. our marketing, all of the pathways are open and clear for us to shove music and entertainment down people's throats. So uh, it has been a learning experience. Part of the uh, the, the appeal of the Keeled record, which is has been uh, very well received by the fans as well, sure. is the fact that it didn't cost me an arm and a leg. Those tunes were already recorded. The song you just played. Here Today, Gone Tomorrow was recorded a couple of years back for a charity project. And these it, it's easier for me and the guys because these songs are all in the show anyway. Sure. It's not like we have to rehearse and, and do pre-production. Let's just go to the studio and cut a couple of Keel songs because they're all in the show anyway. So it's easier for the guys in my band. And from a cost and budget standpoint, it just made really good sense. Some of these songs were originally on the Fight Like a Band album that had been remixed and, and some parts added. I had to add that scream at the beginning of Right to Rock. <laughs> right. Because well, when I did it, of course, back in the 80s, in 85, when Gene was producing us, 
that original signature scream, the first thing most people heard from Ron Keel on that Right to Rock album was three layers. It's me holding a note, and then me scooping up into another note, and then another note on top of that. I mean, it's inhuman. You can't do it live. <laughs> right. So when we re-recorded it, I did what something that I could easily emulate <laughs> live. Right. And everybody was uh, really upset that the scream was missing. So <laughs> I came back in here about four feet over that way where the studio is here right. in the fan cave. And... I, I did the scream not once, but gosh, dozens of times. Right. You know, and literally, I'm puking, I'm sweating, I'm rolling on the floor. <laughs> I did the scream a bunch of times. I picked my favorite, the best one, and that ended up uh, on the new Ron Keel Band EP Keeled. Cool. And you know, these songs are a big part of my life, the fabric of my history, my career. They they they're they're part of my DNA. And the opportunity to sing some of them again and sing them in a way that, that I'm more happy with and comfortable now was uh, on the bucket list for a long time. I wanted another shot at Because the Night, Tears of Fire, Right to Rock, Somebody's sure. Waiting. Uh, I was really green and really young when we cut those songs in the first place, and I've had a lot of practice the last 35 <laughs> years. Right. So it was it was a, a dream for me to, to recut those. And the response, as I said, from the fans has been, a little more positive than I expected because I know everybody loves the original versions. Mm -hmm. They all love the originals. But the truth is a lot of times you don't even know what you're hearing. If what you're hearing is the original version or not, it's just the first one that you heard because it resonates with a special moment in the eighties and that time and history. And a lot of people don't realize that the version of speed demon on the right to rock was the fourth version recorded. We did the demo we did it for Mike Varney's U.S. Metal 4, and then we did it for Lay Down the Law. Right. So there were three versions of that song already, two of them released on albums before Speed Demon, but The Right to Rock is the album that introduces to the world. and So that's the first version people heard, and that's the one that they prefer. I just uh, hope that people will uh, listen to these and, and, and enjoy them. I do know that there are a lot of people in our audience and have been for the last 20 years, since the Iron Horse days, when I mm -hmm. first met you guys, since Iron Horse, we've been playing Keel songs in the show the whole time. But you've got people out there in the audience that are 25, 30 years old that weren't even born then. Right. But by the end of the song, they've all got their fists in the air and they're yelling the right to rock with me. That, But that music is timeless, I think, and resonates with the spirit of the wild and the young. And, and it deserved another shot. I deserved another shot. So I took a shot. There you go. Well, Ron, you know, being that you're getting into the whole, uh, you know, record label business, my my question, because I don't know the answer, what what does an independent record label bring to the table when it comes to working with other artists? I, I know people have a, you know, I, I hear a lot of people say, well, I have a label and it's just like, so what do you bring to the table? Because as most people think about a record label. They think about the big players, you know, uh, whether it's like Warner Brothers or somebody like that. And they think, oh, well, lots of money, lots of money. And when you're an independent, you know, uh, label, obviously you're not flush with cash, you know. And when it comes to signing new bands and stuff, what does a label bring to the table when it comes to a new band? Because as you're well aware, artist development went away a long time ago and that takes a lot of money 
especially when in the promotional sense and getting them uh, out on the road and all these other things. It, it doesn't work that an, way anymore. So take us a little bit on the inside. Take us into some inside baseball and tell us what does an independent record label offer to, uh, say, a, a new and upcoming artist? A lot of it does come down to money, Neely. Absolutely. I am getting $1,000 to death every day. <laughs> it's, I mean, and you know, I'm just gonna, we could do it right. Or we could cut the same corners that everybody else is cutting or cut in my previous career. That's not going to work for me. I've got to, we're going to have to, uh, it's a gamble. We're going to, we are spending uh, a lot of money, not only on the label, but just the recording sessions for the new album that I'm doing, which is going to be our flagship project. Uh, Obviously, uh, I'm going to lead the way in terms of artists on the label. And we are recording an album called Keel World right now that, will be released in January of 2023, so almost a year away from the release date. But this is a very ambitious project with all new music from Ron Keel Band, Keel, Steeler, Iron Horse. And this isn't; these aren't re-recorded old songs or unreleased stuff from the archives. These are all new songs with all those same players. You'll, ha- you'll hear some Metal Cowboy music. I'll get Frank Hannon and Mike Vanderhill from Y&T to get the old Metal Cowboy lineup back together nice. for a track. Uh, the new Keel stuff, I can tell you, man, Mark, Mark Ferrari and I are, have written a couple of songs together that uh, are as, as strong as anything we ever did. I'm putting the vocals down on them now. I'm really enjoying it. The Ron Keel band sessions. So the sessions alone for this project are expensive. I'm not doing it at home. I'm not one of those home recording guys. Right. I have to drive 40 minutes out to the middle of nowhere to go to a really nice, fancy, expensive studio and let somebody <laughs> else do all the heavy lifting so I can sing and play and create and write and be the music guy. Uh, we've hired Jody Best to uh, for the entire year. And Great. you guys know Jody yeah. from Best Bet Promo. She's doing all our promotions and marketing and radio promo and all that. And I put her on retainer for the year. I Great. said, Jody, I want you for a year. I want you to work this label, work all our projects, uh, the development, the manufacturing, promotion costs. I mean, every day I'm looking at options, things we could do, we probably should do. And I'm I'm pulling the trigger on some of these investments that other labels may not, like uh, the all access media base uh, email that's gonna go out Monday morning with the right to rock as the featured track to all the radio stations on the planet. So, uh, and that's not cheap. So yeah, it is, Neely, you're right. You have to spend some money. I can only hope that we will profit from this, but you profit from this in a lot of ways. Our artists will profit from it. Once we get uh, band A on the charts, then mm-hmm. their price is going to go up. They're going to go from being a $400 a night band to a $4,000 a night band. Their, their revenue is going to increase as well, just like mine has with uh, booking live shows. We make up a lot of our expenses from doing gigs, whether it's solo acoustic gigs or or touring with Ron Keel Band. And some of the, it's a gamble signing a new act. And we've just signed our first new artist to the label. And I am all in, committed to take them somewhere they've never been before. I can guarantee this artist that they're going to achieve more with me than they would without me. And I can only hope and pray that I'm not going to lose my ass. <laughs> well, well, I got I got to you 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 used a couple of buzzwords there that makes me curious. You 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 know hired uh you know a, a marketing representative uh to do some promotion for you and you used the word radio 
and you use the word charting. Where is radio and where is charting? I mean, where where does that exist today? Who who is who is charting? Where is it charting? And what radio is playing songs that people are hearing, especially with you know shows like this or Spotify or or, or Pandora or YouTube or whatever the case may be? Well, are, 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 is anybody listening to some kind of a broadcast radio thing? Great question, Wendell. And I can only hope. I'm a veteran in this business. Yes, you are. I can only hope that all of the CMS listeners will now go to ronkeel.com or rfkmedia.com, buy the Keeled CD. It's only $8.98 autographed on the website. All the CMS listeners go there, buy the album after I get done talking to you, and we'll prove just how effective your radio show is. <laughs> well, the thing is, is, is we, we do it out of friendship with you, obviously. And, and, you know, we like what you do. But, I know. But, I appreciate but, that. What I'm trying to, what I'm trying to get to is, is there a commercial outlet these days that, that a uh, promotion person would target? Is, is there a, uh, you there know, are several, there are several. And I, I'm, a, I'm a believer in home runs. I don't need I don't need to be on 75 podcasts that have 12 listeners. I True. need some home runs. Uh, I got one last year. Usually once a year, Eddie Trunk has me on a show. Great. I go on uh, Ed, Eddie's Trunk on Sirius XM, and I sold out a product the next day. Last time, he played one song off the Southern Rock covers album last year, Train Train. Yeah. And the next day, we sold out a product because of just the mass listener audience. The Alice Cooper Show, for instance, Nights with Alice Cooper, 100 plus stations, over 100,000 listeners. Those are home runs. Back in the day, we we lived and died by those home runs. You had to have a tour. You had to be out with Bon Jovi or you know one of these headliners. You had yeah. to be opening for somebody big. You had to be on MTV. MTV was a home run because millions of people are going to see you over the course of a week. And you had to be on radio. Uh, nowadays, I don't expect... Uh, heavy rotation on mainstream radio, but the Armed Forces Network, for instance, that our military is listening to on military bases all around the planet. We've had a couple of plays uh, with, with them and done some interviews on the Armed Forces Network that I, I consider home runs because yeah. you're reaching a mass audience of people that just might like what you do. And that to me uh, is is where we're going to gear our marketing and promotion is for those home runs. Uh, it's just like back in the day, Circus Magazine, Cream Magazine, Hit Parade, or you get a big feature in one of those, you get on the cover. Those are home runs, man. And that's what I'm going for with this. I'm not going to nickel and dime every Tom, Joe, and Bill's podcast, right. uh, but I'm going to hit the big ones like the Classic Metal Show. And you guys, you know your numbers. You've got millions of people that have heard your show through the years. And you guys are, are, are you, you, you play, you play the, uh, the humble card very well, but you guys are big <laughs> time. And that's why, I mean, that's, I'm here. I'd be here if nobody was listening because you guys are friends. Wendell, you introduced me to internet radio 20 years ago. And I didn't have, I didn't have any idea you could have a radio station on the internet. Are you kidding me? So yeah. now, of course, a big part of RFK media is owning our own station. I've partnered right. with, Corey Harker, uh, my partners and I have partnered with Corey Harker with Uncontrolled Noise, which you guys have been supporting and broadcasting for a long time. Mm -hmm. And Corey and RFK have joined forces to create 
KRFK Radio, which is our own online station, 24-7 broadcasting and high-quality audio. And right now, this very minute, KRFK Radio is playing the classic metal show. Right. So uh, you guys taught me a lot about radio, and my you, you know my passion for it, going back to my days hosting, uh, still hosting Streets of Rock and Roll. And being on live radio on KBED 94.5 FM here in the Midwest, I've got a real passion for it. And that's another way for us to entertain people. And uh, that, that really is what it's all about. Um, I don't expect to make a ton of money until after I'm dead. I got a feeling <laughs> that I got a feel. I'd like to leave the wife and the kids and the grandkids something nice uh, to to remember me by, and that's my goal, man. I'm enjoying life, and uh, whether it, how many zeros are in the bank account is not uh, does not dictate my happiness. Right. No, and and nor should it. I mean, it's obviously we're 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 in the business, but it's a it's supposed to be a fun business. So I, I guess you capitalize on the fun as much as you can. I'm curious, Ron, about the new artist, and you don't have to tell me who. I know that's probably part of your announcement on Monday, but um, I know this: as as artists go, there are not very many that work as hard as Ron Keel. There's just not, and I'm not saying that I to kiss your that. ass. I'm saying wow. it because every damn day there's a post. There's a there's a you know. If you see the that we open a page on Getter, you're hitting me up saying, "Dude, what is Getter and should I be on it?" And blah blah. Yeah, I mean, you're constantly working. You're constantly you've literally built the Keel brand as a one-man show doing the work of 100. And I can I certainly understand that. My question is, how do you trust someone else to do that to bring that passion? Because I know I, I'm guessing I'm not I don't know this. And you can tell me if I'm wrong. I'm guessing that is a hallmark of what you have to at least feel is going to happen before you would bring a new band into into your framework. So I guess the question is: Is that part of it? And what makes you trust a new band to do that? That's a big part of it, and the the work ethic goes a long way. Uh, any artist that's going to get in this game at this stage of the game is going to have to work as hard as I do. And you know, excuse me, I've got a history and a, and a legacy to, to fall back on. A new artist doesn't have 35 years of experience in right. TV and, you know, TV and film work and, and record royalties and all the different revenue streams that I have. Uh, but I have found the first artist signed to the label. I can guarantee you is cut from the same cloth that I am with the drive, the passion, the power, the personality, the perseverance, and and ready ready to give it all he's got to succeed, not just him, but his band. Right. And I'll be glad to announce that on the show. We're, we're making the big announcement on Monday, but I don't mind letting the cat out of the bag because today is the 5th. Is it not February 5th? It is. So what better time to announce that RFK Media has just signed the 5th a band oh, from nice. Fayetteville, North Carolina, that features Roy Cathy, who formerly uh, was with Cold Sweat. My guitar player, Mark Ferrari, found him uh, and chose him to be the front man in Cold Sweat. Uh, they did a record for MCA, which is a cult classic. And Roy has been driving hard ever okay. since to, uh, to get a break, to get ahead. He's got the pipes. He's got the personality. And I couldn't be more excited to work with him. 
his uh, his fantastic band and his manager, Dave Tedder. And we have just signed the fifth and we're going to be putting out their full length album later this year. Okay. Uh, I do believe, first of all, you got to have star quality. It's got to be, you got to have star quality. That, uh, not just a, another band that, uh, you know, they, they've got, it's got to be something special there. Sure. And I do believe you have to be in a position to make a profit. Um, there has to be a point where you recoup and you're making some money from these things. But I've, I've been able to do that with my own products uh, for the last number of years. I believe we can do it with Roy Cathy and his band, The Fifth. So I'm very proud to announce on the CMS show that uh, that's our first signing. You can find them online at thefifthmusic.com. They've got a eight-state tour starting on March 25th. Okay, great. Uh, they've got a great video out called Shake Little Sister. And this the video is what sold me. I've, I've known Roy since back in the day. We're old friends. Sure. We re reconnected on the Monsters of Rock cruise in 2020 when Cold Sweat reunited for their show on the cruise. I brought Roy on stage to sing Right, right to Rock with me. Okay. Uh, we, we talked uh, during the course of the voyage and kind of reconnected. And, and I was uh, constantly impressed by his energy, his positivity, his drive. He's he's like Ron Keel Jr., man. He's got all that uh, that work ethic that you were mentioning that I try and have. And, you know, Chris and Wendell, it's, it's really fun for me. I am absolutely miserable if I'm not busting my ass. Uh, I, don't, I mean, it is exhausting. It's stressful. And I'm right at home. I, if I'm not really pushing hard to accomplish something, I'm miserable. So I, I, I just got to keep shooting for for the, those goals and being sports fans like yourselves. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm trying – all those coaching cliches. And I approach my business as a championship coach would. Uh, just one game at a time, one first down at a time. Move the ball down the field. You've got to show forward progress. That's what I'm talking about. That's my boys, the fifth from Canfield, yeah. North Carolina. Well, you won't be renaming your band the uh, Ron Keel Guardians, will you? <laughs> I will not. I will not. But I do have a couple of really cool new logos to show you. <laughs> better than the uh, joke uh, team in Cleveland now. Well, you know, they, at least they got a few of the letters right. The uh, D-I-A-N-S. I mean, that's, that's close. I took, when I, when I uh, formed Keel, I just took the... E E L from Steeler and put a K on the front of it, and that was the first Keel logo. So I, I can relate. Nice, <laughs> very good, man. Well, dude, uh, you know I'm actually familiar with this with with the fifth and with this video. I love the video, man. It is so old school of you know sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I love it, man. It's 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 perfect. Yeah, I'm I'm, yeah. th I'm thinking that that chick in the video was in the finish what you started video from Van Halen. <laughs> well, she's in the message. <laughs> I think that was her mom. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> Probably true. Well, Ron, you know one of the one of the nice things too that you have going going for you with with this project is the fact that you are launching the full media thing because i and i honestly have thought for years that that is one of the places that that um independent labels are failing is they put music out they put all their money in look just like you're doing they hire 
you know, Jody or they hire a chipster or whoever, a PR yeah. firm. Yeah. They, they spend a bunch of money to do it. They put them on 400 podcasts. So, you know, so they can accumulate 10,000 people that are, that hear about it, but nobody hears the tunes, which the tunes become less important than the interview. I think the way you're doing this, where now you have a radio station, you know, that's an important piece that I think a lot, a lot of like a frontiers records as example could really profit from if they had a station that was playing music, but also featuring their own bands, you know, and I, I think this is a, a very smart move for you personally to actually have a station where, yeah, you're going to play, you know, the hailstorm or Judas priest or what have you that that's out there, but you're going to mix it in with your, with your bands and your music so that your bands, at least in some people's eyes, start Absolutely. on equal footing. It's a good move. And you, we are going to play a lot of the stuff that I like. A lot of new music. There's a lot of great new music out there. My mm -hmm. Streets of Rock and Roll show is composed of 90% new tunes. Even if it's an established artist, whether it's Robin McCauley or Ronnie Atkins from Pretty Maids or whoever I've had on the show, we do a lot of the same interviews. Their, their recent music, is, half of what Frontier sends me is really good. Let's put mm -hmm. it that way. And there's a, there are a lot of great new bands out there that uh, that are keeping rock and roll alive. And not only are we going to play them, but we've got some of the heavy hitters in syndicated programming as well. And it does cost money to do that. Sure. We've got Dee Snyder, uh, The House of Hair, every uh, Thursday at... Yeah, I think it's 11. We'll put the schedule up on the website soon. Thursdays, Thursday mornings, I think it's 11, 11 a.m. Eastern, D. Snyder. This is a workday programming where people can tune in at the office or the auto shop. Or it's all workday geared. We've got Joe Elliott's show, the Joe Elliott show from Def Leppard. He's going to be on every Wednesday right after my show. I'm on at uh, 10 a.m. Central, 11 Eastern. Then Joe's on right after me, the classic metal show on Saturday nights. And then we're going to do a a lot of block programming to where we're going to play specific genres at certain times so that we can key in on different audiences and different people. Uh, Corey Harker's doing a brilliant job at creating these blocks of music. Uh, and it, like I said, it's not all about what I like. It's, it's music that everybody can like or relate to. Uh, and, and genres that I'm sure you guys are familiar with because you're you're in the loop. I have no idea what some of these genres are. Corey just programmed a block of what he calls proto metal. What, oh yeah, yeah. You guys <laughs> probably know. I don't even know what that I know is. What that is yeah. But we're gonna play it. We're gonna play it. It's not about what I like. It's about entertaining as many people as we possibly can. Yeah. So we got no. proto metal hour coming to KRFK. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. It, I mean. It's I, I love I love the whole concept of it, man. It's it's literally a multimedia. It's the way it has to be in 2022, and that's that's the biggest failing I think the industry has right now is that it still thinks in the old model. And and I mean, you know this. You've been through it how many times with labels where they're still talking about, well, let's put out vinyl and let's put out a cassette, or and and I'm not saying yeah. that any of that's bad or that you shouldn't do that. But you gotta think. You gotta think like people listen to music today. People listen to music on their phone. There's yeah. more. You know, for every how many CDs go into a CD player in a car versus people just Bluetoothing into their car now. You know, it's probably a thousand Bluetooths to every one CD. I'm but, still the CD guy. I've still yeah. got my CD player, but I know I'm a I'm a rare breed. And yeah. RFK Media is about 
media of all kinds. Right. We're going to publish books. We're going to reissue my uh, even keel life on the streets of rock and roll, my autobiography from 2014. A lot's happened since then. So I'm going to fill in the blanks and add additional content. And I'm going to go back and tell some of the stories that I left out of the original version, just because uh, I, I think there's a lot of, a lot of stuff between the lines that was unsaid. So we're going to be publishing my book. We'll be republishing Renee's book, my wife, Renee Keel, who wrote her, her book about her bout with cancer. We're going to be uh, releasing DVD and video products. We've got the radio station. I would love to somehow provide a platform for her art. She's an artist now and sure. doing some brilliant work. So media is media. I'm going to, I'm sure. going to, if I can uh, get it out to an audience and hopefully break even or make a little money. That's great. But uh, it all starts with the music. I mean, it, sure. it, uh, Ron Keel and Keel and Steeler. I mean, a lot of people are excited to hear new Keel music or new Steeler songs and then all this. And I get that's that's just marketing as well. But it, it's a way for me to to reconnect and reunite with not only the fans, but the musicians that have stayed friends. You know, all this, there's two there's two guys that I played with that I'm not friends with anymore. Other than that, man, for the last 40 years, those, that brotherhood runs deep sure. and we're all still tight. We're excited to make new music together. And the new Keel music is, uh, is pretty exciting. There's new Rattlers, new Iron Horse. I mean, right. it's, it's, it's exciting stuff. And I think that album will uh, probably get a lot of attention once you hear it, I, I'm trying to make it cohesive to where it's not a mishmash of all different genres and styles. There has to be some cohesion to where it, it all kind of makes sense in the same package. So that's one reason I'm using the same studio, the same microphone, the same co-producer and engineer. So the vocals on the entire project will have some type of sonic cohesion sure. instead of uh, a bunch of different home recordings from all these different sources. Right. Well, well, as you can see, uh, Chris endorses Shore microphones as he has it emblazoned on his, uh, you know, on his studio mic. There. I've got, I've got my uh, SM7B right. It's four feet away from me. Yeah. I thought about hooking it up for this. I should have, but uh, I was lazy. Sorry. But yeah, I've got what I love. Those mics. It's I love fantastic. this thing. This is this is the same. This is the the SM7B with the USB. Blah blah blah. The ah. The whole, the whole package, baby. <laughs> well, for the sessions, for the sessions, I'm using a vintage Neumann U87, which is okay. the classic rock vocal microphone. Uh, it's probably worth about five grand. And you Ooh. know what we paid for our short SM7Bs. Yeah, uh, well, but, five uh, grand. <laughs> yeah, not five grand. But this microphone is absolutely incredible. And uh, the, the vibe in the studio, I mean, it's just really exciting to be back recording new music again. I haven't done a lot of that the last few years, and uh, to hear the new songs coming together is 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 sure. uh, that's the bottom line. That's what everything else emanates from. I wouldn't be a radio station owner or ho radio station host or an author or anything without the music. The music's always going to be the center of everything that I do. Well, Ron, you're you're an old school guy, and you recorded back in the '80s when uh, you know. Uh, music was at the apex of where it was going to be. What the, what what is an hourly rate now for a professional recording studio as opposed to what it was, you know, almost forty years ago? I hate to say that, but what what how what does a what does a recording rate go for in a professional studio? Um, you know, the, you have to figure about a thousand dollars a song. 
I think, to do it right. And that you're looking at about $75 to $100 an hour. Um, now, my predicament is that I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And you and got a great and you got a great governor up there, by the way. Absolutely. Christy Noam rocks. We love her. <laughs> she, um, even though she's a mother and a wife and all that, she's still very bangable. <laughs> she she actually came into the studio when I was on live on the air doing the, on KBAD 94.5. She nice. came and took a tour of the Badlands. We got to chat, just me and her in the control room. Super nice, very smart. Um, and uh, she was just a senator at the time. She wasn't well, governor she's, yet. She's a right winger, God damn it, A right winger! <laughs> she has uh, kept... She, I'm, I'm very glad that we live in South Dakota, and I hope it, uh, <laughs> hope, it, hope it stays just the way she made it, because we never shut down. We were able to have the Sturgis Rally and the State Fair, and we had a fireworks show once you might have heard of. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I like her. I like her a lot. I, I like I, her, too. Not, not only is she an attractive lady, but uh, she's very smart, and she's uh, got a lot of balls for a Tough, chick. man. Tough as nails. But going back to my point, I'm literally in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. When I moved here, I found a guy, Mike Dresch, who co-produced Fight Like a Band, South by South Dakota, the Black Sabbath tribute. He recorded everything I did the last six years since I moved here. The guy's absolutely brilliant. And anybody that I brought in the studio or he, that he worked with long distance would rave about his skills, his talent, his ears, his ability to make world-class competitive recordings. Well, he went out of business. He just kind of retired and had enough of it. And now he's focusing on family. And uh, so I lost my recording guy. And like I said, I'm one of those, I got to go to the studio. I'm not going to do it here at home. I don't want to worry about pushing buttons and compression settings and all, all the stuff that you guys do. I just want to sing and play. Uh, <laughs> so I was looking at having to go to Omaha or Minneapolis mm. or, or elsewhere. And you, the travel expenses and having to go for a protracted period of time to leave home and you know, kind of put everything else on the business on the back burner is just not realistic for me. So I was very lucky to find a studio literally in the middle of nowhere here. Right. Uh, it, it's on a farm. It, it takes me back to the, the original, the first, uh, the Steeler album was recorded on a farm in the middle of nowhere in Northern California. And we went back to that same studio for the Keel debut, Laid on the Law, so literally, I have to drive down a dirt road. You know, it's 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 a uh, it, it's an amazing location, very secluded, and it is expensive. And I love my new co-producer and engineer. He's fantastic. He's a professor of audio engineering at the local college, and he's also a rocker who has worked with us on some other. Uh, he did a live stream broadcast for us, which was fantastic. But he's he's all about the business, man. He's. He, Rob pulls into the driveway, the, the, the stopwatch goes off. And uh, <laughs> right. I got a bill. I, we get billed daily. Oh. And I got a bill. It was it was $692.47 or something. I said, what's the 47 cents for? Is he charging me tax? Or It's the second hand on the clock. Now, I love my boy, Scott Jibben, who's co-producing the record with me. But it is expensive. And well, I'm, I'm glad to see that you're recording at Headley Grange. <laughs> exactly. And you know, when you get in there, you know, when you get in there and you're carving a, a keel vocal, uh, I'm, I'm singing the first new keel song in 12 years. I don't give a shit about the clock. I'm going to cut right. that vocal and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to walk out that door with results. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the actual vocal took, it, it takes about an hour, hour and a half. I recorded the whole thing on video on Patreon. So right. I'm taking my Patreon customers 
behind the scenes into the studio. When I walk into the studio every day, that camera is rolling and they're getting to see the entire process unfold and hear these new songs before the rest of the world. Hearing rough mixes. I mean, I did a run through the other day of uh, one of the songs that is it's one of the best songs I've ever written. It's a ballad. It's the solo acoustic song on the record, which we oh, have yeah. to have one of those uh, to represent that side of my personality. It's called The Last Bottle on Earth. And um, I just did a run through, but to get the vibe, just to get a feel for it, play it and sing it at one time, top to bottom, to get used to the, the vibe. And I put that take on my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ron Keel for my fans and the members who have all access to see and experience what it's like uh, behind the scenes. Of course, I don't, I mean, I edited it down so you're not sitting there watching us listening back to take after take because that's, sure. that's, the, that's the boring part where you just have to listen critically over and over again to make sure you're committed to what you're hearing. Right. Well, and, and you know, that you you say that like it's common. It's not. I mean, and, and that's why and it's really people don't know. I know because I do it myself where you're saying, yeah, I edit it down. Editing down a 30-minute video takes an hour. You know, yeah. I mean, that's just the way it goes. So, and that's the piece I don't think people understand. Like, you're, I mean, what, what's your Patreon? It's like six, seven dollars a month, something like that. It's six ninety-nine a month. Yeah. Six ninety-nine so, for six, all access. Yeah. For six ninety-nine, every time you step in the studio, you're dedicating however much time you spend in the studio, plus the drive time to and from it, plus another hour to two hours in front of your computer editing it, plus another half hour to bounce it down and then push it up to the to the Patreon. Fans. That's right, because so, the cool thing is when you were in the studio for six, maybe usually the sessions are about six hours long, mm -hmm. you've got to watch the whole thing just yeah. to find those sweet spots where right. me and the drummer are looking at each other and smiling and we're going to, you got to find those sweet spots. You've got to watch the whole thing back yeah. six hours straight. That's why I'm up at three in the morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, that's what I, I, I want to make sure people appreciate what they're getting for $7. Cause nobody gives that kind of access. Let's just be honest. No, nobody big or small gives that kind of access. And I really don't think they understand just what you're giving them. You're giving them an 18-hour day every day. Yeah, a day in the life. Uh, I do enjoy it. It's just another way for me to entertain people. And these people mean the world to me. We, uh, we've we been going now on Patreon for three and a half years almost. And most of those people have stuck. The numbers continue to grow. Of course, for Christmas, I gave away a signed copy of the new Keeled CD to mm -hmm. every All Access member, which was insane. Nice. Having to sign them and package them and ship them out. I mean, there's 468 people. Wow. I mean, it, and so it was, I didn't do anything else for Christmas. I just the whole <laughs> month of December <laughs> signing CDs and sending them out. I still have some to send uh, to some of our overseas customers, but uh, they, they've, they've been there. They stuck with me. They are in a big way financing RFK Media, and they are fine helping to finance these recording sessions. They've earned every 11-minute video I can cut together for them. Sure, no question, man. Well, Ron, um, why, why don't we why don't we start wrapping this one up a little bit? Since your plugs will take at half an hour, uh, you know, <laughs> tell tell people where we should send them to keep up with you, um, Ron Keel Media, all, all the all the different entities that are out there right now. Okay, well, a lot of the stuff will be finally linked up and uh, 
connected on Monday morning when all the new website updates go live. Okay. But really the hub for everything that I do is ronkeel.com. It always has been. That's my landing page where you can find uh, pretty much everything that I'm doing. The, uh, uh, the, the media company has its own site. Of course, you got to have your own website and your own Facebook page for everything that you do. Uh, but the company is rfkmedia.com. Cool. And the radio station is krfkradio.com. On Monday morning, all that stuff will be linked up together. So you'd be one click away from, from all that. And uh, But our ronkeel.com is always going to be the hub where you find everything that I do. And, and not only, I didn't even mention the movie. I just got done doing test shots for the movie I'm filming in New York here in a couple of weeks. I'm starring in a paranormal sci-fi horror thriller called Anomaly. And nice. I portray, uh, the character's name is Russell Tate, the leader of a ghost hunting team that gets in way over their head and some really scary shit. And uh, it's really exciting to, to do that. Another opportunity that came about because the producer director of the movie grew up a Keel fan, listening to my records back in the day, and now he's a movie guy. Nice. He, I want Ron Keel to play this role, and, and uh, he he looked me up, got in touch with me, and, and offered me the role. And I said, "Look, you know I'm bald now, right?" He said, "Oh, that's even better. That's even that's great. That's even better." <laughs> okay, man. So here we go. Uh, we're off to New York to film. Uh, my first movie in a long time, my first fictional movie. Sure. So uh, lots going on. It's going to be a really busy month and a, probably a very busy year from now until Keel World comes out in January. We're going to pepper out some singles. You'll hear a new Ron Keel band song. You'll probably hear a new Keel song this summer. And then all of those songs on the album in January. Uh, we've got a lot of gigs, uh, some big shows that I can't announce yet. Unfortunately, they've got my lips sealed on some of the. We finally uh, got on a couple of big bills with some major multi-platinum national headliners. Some of these big shows they talk about. It's been a long, tough uh, battle to get Ron Keel banned. Mm -hmm. uh, the credibility to uh, be valid on some of those bills. But I promise them, we're going to kick ass. We're going to sell tickets. And we're going to give you a show that you'll never forget. So a lot of big shows coming up on the calendar. Uh, back to the Sturgis Rally again this year is the house band for the Full Throttle Saloon, the world's biggest biker bar. So we love the Sturgis Rally. It's our residency where people come from all over. Uh, we get to see friends and fans from everywhere at the rally. and uh, Lots more to come. So uh, it's going to be a long but very fun, very busy time for the next year. And hopefully, ultimately, my goal is to have another Keel Fest event to celebrate the release of Keel World next January in Las Vegas go. with Keel, Steeler, Ron Keel Band, and more. Well, I'm glad to see that you landed that coveted uh, support slot for the Bullet Boys. <laughs> oh, man, who told you? How did you hear about that? <laughs> no, it's the original Bullet Boys getting back together for the 12th time. <laughs> nice. Well, Ron, do you do you have an app? Do you have an app in the uh, development at all? If if you're not, I I know a guy. He's on a screen like to your uh, <laughs> your left. He can. I'd develop. love to talk to you about that. We do want a mobile app for KRFK Radio. I think that's essential. We really want an app for the I, I radio station. You, I am telling you, Ron, the uh, CMS app is killer. 
I, yeah, I think, it is. I, I I have it on my phone. I I use it, listen to uh, various programs, it, and uh, you're gonna have KRFK Radio on. It's your on app, there right? now. It's on now. It really? I I I asked. I absolutely updated the logoing and everything today. Oh, and dude, your your show is paying off for me. We're getting some orders <laughs> through the online store at rodkeel.com. We're selling some stuff, man. It's there we cool. go. Thank Look you. Very good. Look at that. See, we're very supportive, Ron. Even though you are. We're, we're going broke doing this since this is all coming out of my pocket, but uh, that's okay. I like to support my friends. <laughs> well, you've been very supportive of me through the years, and I'll always be forever grateful. You guys are are fantastic at what you do, and uh, not only that, but uh, fantastic human beings as well. I appreciate you, and keep up the good work. Well, you know why, Ron? Because we don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know that. I love that about you. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to give it. I have to give it up. Fucks for all three of us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ron. We appreciate you taking some time and hanging out Always. with us again and being the boys that we are. Just kind of joking and carrying on and stuff. But uh, this is some serious business. You're you're into it for uh, you know not only for the. Um, uh, satisfaction of entertaining the fans, but uh, it's a livelihood for you as well. So go over there and uh, support Ron and all of his projects and check out uh, his new radio venture and, you know, pick up some of his product and all that fun stuff. So uh, this guy, this is a guy that works to make a living doing what he loves doing and, and to entertain the fans. So uh, go over there and, uh, you know, do our friend the solid, will you? That's right. Of course. Thank you. All right, Ron. Well, I have your EP pulled up here. So uh, what what should we uh, play from this? Obviously, we played here today, gone tomorrow. Uh, so what should we play and uh, maybe tell us why or give us a story? Well, very tough to, uh, to choose because we were trying to figure out what would be a single. Um, here Today, Gone Tomorrow was the only track that was, it was new. It was a, a brand new recording that nobody had heard. But The Right to Rock, for me, is always going to be that signature song and Gene Simmons told me when we were recording it, he looked over at me and said, you know, you're going to be recording this song or you're going to be singing this for the rest of your life. And he was right. And I'm really proud that we finally got the scream back in there. So let's crank up the right to rock on the classic metal show. Here it is. It is uh, Ron Keel exclusively here on the classic metal show. Thanks for checking out this episode of the classic metal show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill... Fuck you, pal. And hand job. Hey, this is Monty Colvin from the band Galactic Cowboys and from Monty's Rock Cast. Inviting you to watch my new video show here on Heavy Metal Television called Art That Rocks. I'll be painting rock stars from start to finish while I tell some cool stories. It's Friday night at 8 p.m. no matter where you are. Once again, the name of the show is Art That Rocks. In the beginning, there was... Oh, wait, let me fix it. 
Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, that's not 